Back guys, hello. How we doing, Craig Gamer? Do the trick way. Hello, it's been a, it's been you're a hot moment, hasn't it? You've been yeah. Been, we took a week off, Grey, didn't we? We thought take a good idea, uh, use a good idea, refresh, come back. We had to recharge the lithium crystals. <laughs> Can you do, recharge the lithium? I don't know. Was that, Sounds good. Once once they're gone, they're gone. But then again. Apparently you try you can recharge them a little bit better. Can you just see Scotty come up with something? It looks like a battery charge, and he goes and clamps two sides of the crystals and go, okay, start them up. I generally think you can look I think once crystals are gone, no, it is I know we're making a sidetrack geeky moment right at the start, but it is a good point that once the crystals are gone, they're gone. But then you can uh, there was that Picard episode where Wesley gets his science experiment uh to go back on the stargazer to use the remnants of the crystal to almost like grab them and squeeze out almost last bits of performance and make a quick one second jump, you know? So there you go. Anyway, already diversion. I haven't kinda, told you what we're doing. Kind of sounds like a cartoon show, right? You're sitting like, <laughs> okay, zoom. It's equivalent. <laughs> Try to squeeze every last drop out. Do it. You um, can do it. Great. Why are we here today? What, what are we doing today? People we are talking about Star Trek Strange New World Season 2 trailer. And obviously it's a trailer to show us you know, what we're in for. Yeah. Uh, prior to this was a, an actual clip, which I'm going to talk about later, that came out some time ago. Um, but now this is the real trailer. And of course, trailers being trailers, they are an agglomeration of probably all 12 episodes or however many episodes we're going to see yeah. uh, when the season starts on June 15th, I believe. Yep. Um, so I guess maybe we should preface this by saying we're going to talk about what we think is going on in the trailer deal. However, because we don't know the whole context, we could be totally correct, totally wrong, somewhere in the middle, Yeah, you know, but it's fun to speculate in either it case. It's all about the speculation, otherwise this would be a really short hey. podcast. Um, as Grace says, yeah, we'll talk, it's the most recent trailer that was out, what, a week ago? Two weeks yeah. ago, something like that. Uh, but we weren't in a rush to cover that one there. But wanted to do it before the new se season of Strange New Worlds came out, and that's a good point, Gray. Normally, Strange New well, a, a new Star Trek show comes out on um, Paramount Plus in the states and Space it's Channel Amazon or something else in Canada, same day. But then it would be Amazon pick up a lot of the other Star Trek shows for the rest of the world. Yeah. But now. Uh, that Strange New Worlds is uh, exclusive to Paramount Plus in any country that's got Paramount Plus, which is the UK, unfortunately, in that respect. So that means we don't get it the next day because we're ahead of you guys a little bit. Normally, it'd be the next day. We get mm -hmm. it the same day. So that's a first. I don't know how that's going to work. It means cool. technically I could see it before you, but then again, I think they'll probably just release it at the staggered times. Right, so or they'll release it. At the same time here, and whatever time that is over there is whatever time it is. Yeah. Yeah. You know, who knows? Uh, and I'm sorry if Gray's a bit pixelated. Discord's been a bit crap today. It's neither of our connections after looking at it, but they want nitro, and yep. they ain't getting any bloody nitro because uh, it's con. But that's another rant for another day. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's running 90 DB, right? I'm running a thousand, a thousand, and Discord still can't handle it. <laughs> uh, I can't compute. I mean, that is between that is between the states and the UK, but still. Um, right. So we wanted to cover the trail that we saw, which was pretty cool. Um, before the before the season starts, and then just give our little our, both of our opinions on the season ahead and what we hope and what mm-hmm. we want to see, what we like what we dislike. Just like to speculate as part of the fun. The trailer is a bit mad, as Grace says. It could be in any order. We can only comment what we see and take it with a pinch of salt and probably speculate a bit too much. But anyway, uh, trailer kicks off. Uh, Gray has a little bit to say in this. So I as well. Trailer kicks off with mm-hmm. Ortega, who's probably both of her least favorite characters on that show. She's not a bad actress. I just think she's a bit too excitable for that program. Yeah, to say, Greg, a little, yeah. little too much over the top, maybe. She's on the, she on the space, uh, space roofies or drug drugs or something, man. I don't know. Yeah, she's, she's always high. She's she's less militaristic. Not that they all have to be militaristic, but you you are on a ship that runs like a Navy. So you got to be, yeah. you know, a little more militaristic, but she's like throwing that book out the window. Apparently. I, I, I don't know. I don't get it. She, not to say you can't have a laugh because Pike's got a sense of humor. Number one, they've all got a sense of humor in their own way. And they all kind of do crack some jokes and the proper kind of the right place. Mm-hmm. And I've always talked about Star Trek. Humor's got to be used at the right times and not overly used like the Marvel shows, the Marvel programs. Um, but she's a bit too much Ortega at this at the start, and she she is in a, a shuttle shuttlecraft that looks like it's crashing, literally. And Pike is shitting himself, uh, very obviously shitting himself, Gray. Uh, and he's like, you know, you, you are going to like, get us out of this, and she's like, don't worry, you know, it's fine. She's done it a hundred times during the Klingon War. It's she got it, and just before it's about to hit the deck, as I've seen in many programs before, including Star Trek, the shuttle yeah. comes comes up from the ground before almost hitting it and saves the day. Um, Gray wasn't a fan of this because, well, I'll let you tell the people why you weren't a fan of that part. Well, I mean, I I, I get it. I mean, the whole sequence of the of it having a problem and her crashing down and she has to restart the engines at the last second and. Uh, which is actually funny that that actually does have something to do with real life because there are uh, airplanes, prop planes I've heard of in stories before and even in World War II where engine would stall and the only way you could get the engine to start again was to pick up wind on a crash dive and hope that it starts up so you can lift off from it. So it kind of has some basis in truth, although it is science fiction. But anyway, <laughs> so she's crashing. My problem only was not that the fact that she was crashing and she could get them get them out of it, which is cool. That's great. It's my whole problem is what Pike was doing because Pike was like freaking out and looking like he was going to upchuck his lunch and and uh, having his eyes closed or going like this this with the with the wide eyes and and the, what bothered me about it is that especially is that in the clip that we saw of a, of a particular episode I don't know what it was um of a strange new world it's about a couple months ago, there was a whole scene where Ortega was looking forward to going down to a planet because she doesn't get to go on away teams very much. Oh, yeah. Something happened. She had to stay with the ship to pilot. She was disappointed. Um, and then she was saying, are you sure, sure you'll be okay, Captain, piloting the, the shuttlecraft or whatever? And he goes, like, you forget, I was, I was a test pilot for years. You know, I, I can, you know, I Did can handle this. Did we know that this. before then, though, Greg? Did we know that, if you recall? 
Well, it, I I don't know in times in in terms of what we're seeing on the on the trailer, but it doesn't matter. The point is is that we've already seen it. We know he's been a test pilot, and test pilots are chosen for a reason because they have nerves of steel and nothing bothers them. I mean, if you watch pilots, uh, test pilots flying, uh, where they had where they unfortunately lost their life or came close to losing their life, they are not panicking all the way up to the point that they almost die. They just don't panic because you can't being a test pilot. You just can't. So he's freaking out like, you know, like a like a kid. And I'm Mm. sitting there going like he's a test pilot. I mean, come on. He should just be either. He should be either keeping a stern face the whole time or whatever. But to get like that whacked out like I don't know. Uh, That got me. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um. I don't know if you're right either, personally, because while he might be a test pilot, I don't know many test pilots personally myself, and while they might be better at their jobs, he did look, it was more like, without going absolutely nuts nuts, it's more facial expression. Still, if you're about to die, which he thought was possibly going to happen, test pilot or not, surely you're a human being, uh, and you might still shit yourself a little bit. But you wouldn't show it. You would show, okay, fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. We'll move on. We'll move on. Uh, so yeah, it starts off with a bag. I mean, I'll give you, I'll give you, for instance, uh, uh, Neil Armstrong. We all know Apollo Eleven and stuff. He was a test pilot, mm. dude. That man came within within several times within dying, very very close. And to him, it was just like another day at the office. Like, yeah, yeah, True. happens. You know, whatever. I'll hold my beer. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and even and even in uh, I I think some people know this, maybe they don't. But when he was landing Apollo Eleven, uh, the computer basically was guiding where more or less where they were going to land. Well, oh, he, he had to take himself. controls. He had to take controls over because they were heading towards a freaking boulder. So if it had landed in the boulder, it would have been like dead, and that's the end of Apollo Eleven. And it had seconds so had, left, didn't they? A few. He had about nine seconds, if that much, of fuel left, and yeah. he wasn't even thinking about it. He wasn't bothered by it. He knew the countdown. He knew where he had to put it down, and he just did it. How many people could do that? There's like like no one. <laughs> Squeaky bum time, you could say, Gray. Oh yeah. Um, so that's my point. Test pilots are made of that 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 bigger stuff. So for hmm. me, it kept on showing shots of his face where he looked like he was getting more freaked out. Plenty of time, as, you know. Plenty of time to shut yourself when you're dead. I guess you could say that. Um, right, so let's say we break the, the arse of this trailer down. We really, really do. Uh, we have yeah. some more uh, Starship porn, uh, more beautiful shots of the Enterprise flying above a river. Um, really, really love these shots. And Gray mentions as well, he likes them as well, what you can do with modern effects mm-hmm. if you put them into old Star Trek setting. Um we we've saw a few of those scenes actually, Gray, in general, uh, with Star Trek lately, with shots of the Enterprise hovering just in the air or going above low flying in general, which you don't normally see, you, you don't see much of in Trek at all. Actually, even though a starship's more than capable of doing it, it's just not really built for atmospheres, although it can do it. So to see sure. the Enterprise on a planet just zooming over a river was kind of cool actually beautiful cgi so yeah those are expensive aren't they <laughs> um i just i, I just kind of hope even though i really do like the shots i generally do you know not i hope they don't go too bananas with it you know 
I mean, I, again, I mean? do love to see the shots, but let's not get too crazy. I mean, what do you mean? Yeah. Too much spaceship? Yeah, I mean, is a bad thing. Really? What? No, but I think I think there can be a line to be drawn at some point. Yeah, a little bit. Because just have an if episode just... of forty-two minutes of the Enterprise of space doing minutes. stuff, just going round and shooting things and flying and sound effects. I, I, I mean, don't so... need any cast. There you go. <laughs> the whole story when the cast just sits there and goes. No, we don't need to see it. Just 42 minutes of the Enterprise. That's it, doing stuff. <laughs> the Enterprise take, takes on its own uh, its own uh, personality Eagle. and everything. Yeah. Like, hey, Enterprise hell? versus Enterprise. <laughs> well, there was, an episode, I, I, there was but, an episode back in the day of Doctor Who where the TARDIS actually became a person. And I know Doctor Who's a bit more yeah. wacky sci-fi, but hey, if the Enterprise can do that, if the TARDIS can do that, I don't see why the Enterprise can't. Interesting. So, I'm kind of wondering whether... Although I didn't really see it per se in this episode, I wonder if, or, or the trailer, I wonder if we will see uh, an episode where the Enterprise really does get into a heavy duty battle. Yeah, I'd like to see uh, that. Where you can really see it do some stuff. I would like to see that happen. Um, you know, perhaps it'll be this year. I don't know. It depends, I suppose. Yeah. But uh, we didn't see it in the trailer. It doesn't mean it didn't happen or wasn't going to, but. We do see fire on Enterprise, but we don't know how bad that is later on in the trailer. Right. But Gray's right. I mean, it costs a lot of money to do that, that, that kind of thing. So they'll do it once a season at best. Uh, kind mm -hmm. of significant battles because expensive. But yeah, um, they are, next shot, they seem to be back on Earth in the past. So it seems um, curious to, to, to see where that, this goes. I mm -hmm. just mentioned here that I get a bit fed up with the, the, the constant time traveling. It's a trope they're, uh, they're using too much. If it's used from time to time, mm -hmm. great, so it's kind of okay. I think that's part of the scene where, from a, an, an older trailer, where Kirk is struggling to go around the revolving door. Yeah, the revolving door, yeah. Yeah, and La, uh, what and was her Sing, name? Sing, Sing. Well, last name Sing, but she said, La Anne, I think you know, have you ever seen a revolving door before? Yeah. But maybe he hasn't seen a revolving door. They don't have that a lot well, of those. You know? What's it he says? He says, I'm from space. No, I haven't. I was like, that's a good comeback. Yeah. yeah. You don't get him in starships. They're not practical. Um... <laughs> I mean, you, you and I are hoping it's not a time travel story. And that doesn't mean it is. Because there was episodes of, uh, of uh, TOS and I think even TNG where they went to a planet that basically had technology that was very similar to Earth years ago. But yeah. it wasn't a time oh, travel yeah. story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's it, it is possible that it could just be another planet, but I but like you, if it really is a time travel, I'm gonna be kind of like cringing a little bit, going like, come on. Again, I know it's too easy to right. do, really. Uh, but the same the same scene we see a massive alien ship above, actually, and it looks like something out of uh, what was that sci-fi show back in the day? One of the first ones that was episodic, the Outer Limits. Looked like something out mm. of that. Uh, it doesn't look very Star Trek-y, actually, almost. Um, I was trying to think what think of what the ship, alien ship looked like. I can only think of like it looked aliens, like a clam or something. Aliens or something, man. The aliens of <laughs> It looked like a clam worlds. or a mollusk or some weird-looking sea creature thing. They're crossing franchises, Gray, I'm telling you, man. Ridley Scott's yeah. aliens are coming into Star Trek. Um, so you've had enough of the time-traveling stuff as well, Gray. You mentioned that. I think I'm the same as you, mate. I don't mind them doing it. It should be... Every series that comes out, not every season, every series, 
should have that used once, maybe twice at a push in the whole run. And right. we're already right off the bat, season two, doing it all right. And that time travel, that's happened mm-hmm. twice now. Season one, one of the last episodes, the time jumped forwards. So right. twice already, we're only in the second season. Sorry, we're more than complaining. Yeah, uh, we'll see. It may not be that way, but... Um, it was interesting seeing Kirk back again. He's going to be in this season two a couple of times, I think. Yes, and he shouldn't be. From what I understand. He shouldn't be. I love Kirk. You love Kirk. But you're trying to pull his... You're try, they're, they're riding that line really, really tight, Gray, for me, with the Kirk thing and what they can and can't do. They are squeezing mm-hmm. with an inch of breaking cannon there, you know, because it's just too much. Yeah. Just, he should yeah. not have been on there at all. I don't know why they've done it, but hey-ho. Um, we have more cool Enterprise shots, of course. That's, uh, I think, a continuation or a prelude to the stuff we see of Ortega doing the, the shooty-shooty of the asteroids and doing some fancy flying, flying while shooting mm-hmm. holding an asteroid. More Starship part. I'm not going to complain about that. Um, Gray, you mentioned something here about a clever little quote afterwards with singing Kirk. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting that we're talking together, I guess, perhaps because something happened that was traumatic. I, I don't know exactly. Um, but I thought Kirk, because Kirk's always been known to say something clever here and there, once you know, in his speeches and stuff in, in, in TOS. So he comes up with a little quote and he goes to her, he says, our job puts us up against death. We might not, we might not like it, but we do have to face it. So I thought yeah. that was an interesting little uh, thing about how we, this is what we do. He's a smart cookie. Um, and then while he's saying this, we're seeing these fight scenes going on. You had mentioned it too, about uh, some castle or something. I'm going to yeah. go out on a limb and say they ain't, they're not going back in time to a castle. So it's got to be a planet. Well, remember season that, one? They had that uh, yeah. weird kind of medieval episode, which we thought was crap to start with. And then as it went on, we absolutely loved it. It was one of the favorite episodes of the yeah. season. I hope it's not something like that again, because they've done that once already. Leave it be. No, my, I'm going to go along with the fact that since this is a series built more on, on, epi- on episode-to-episode adventure, that they end up finding a world that, you know, obviously is more medieval or whatever. What should Again, be this ha- this, right, and this happened in, in TOS a bunch. I mean, you know, there was... How about the one... Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the, uh, the episode in TOS, but they went down on the planet, and the whole planet was, was run uh, as 1930s and 40s gangster era. Uh, in uh, in the U.S., so the Yay. whole the whole planet was was running a gangster era, and Yay. it was just it was really great, it, it, and it was great. It was actually one of the humorous episodes. Was that this was is where they they came up with the card game Fizzbin? Oh no, I thought that was that episode, the time traveling one, where uh, Kirk stopped someone from getting knocked over in the middle of the road. That no, 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 that's a, that uh, that was a time travel story. Right, no, right, right, right. this was a planet they they went to, and they said that what you know what is this? And they said apparently. The entire civilization decided to take on a civilization based on organized crime. So the whole planet was just full of thirties and forties gangsters with all the typical names and all the and all the funny jargon they used to say back then. And so Kirk and Spock had to, had to go down there in, in outfits. So you see them with the hat on, the zoot suit, you know, and stuff, and they're carrying a machine gun and they have to start talking like this all the time. And you see Nemo, you see Spock trying to talk and he's going like, Yeah. Because he, he couldn't really say too much. <laughs> Make the ship go. 
fast. Right, so, so he has to say something. So that was one of the funniest uh, uh, TOS episodes ever. I have to. I can't remember the name right now, but if if I can remember it, I'll tell you about it. You should go watch okay. it. But everybody remembers that there was a part of the of the show in that episode where Kirk had to think on his feet and try to come up with something that would delay, you know, uh, the gangsters so they didn't do anything, you know, weird. And he starts talking about playing a gambling game. And he said, the game, what are you, what are you guys playing? Well, we're playing blackjack or poker or whatever. And he's going like, oh, that's for kids. I mean, you should, you should guys should play Fizzbin. And they're going like, what the heck is Fizzbin? And all of a sudden, Kirk is making up the rules on the fly about how this game works. and has them all like flummoxed as the like, oh, really? I need to see this. And it was, it, was, it was really hilarious. It was a great, great episode. But uh, definitely one of the well, better ones and one of the funny ones too. Kirk shouldn't be Kirk. Well, Kirk, sorry, Pike and, and the crew shouldn't be on. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there's a reason for it. They should be on that planet, Prime Directive and all that kind of stuff. Full stop. But then again, as we know, not all mm. as as it seems. Sometimes there could be other things going on there. As to why they're down there? So, um, on on from that kind of scene, we see some snippets of Doctor and Benga and Pike fighting kind of medieval, ancient, tribal-looking characters. Um, and then it jumps to... Uh, and I like to see Mbenga get some, by the way, not not that the, the, the other gets some, that there's a lot of that going on the ship as well. Um, no, the get some is in kicking ass. Uh, he, he's doing a lot sure. of that. Um, he's a bit of a hard ass. And then we see, I think it's Chapel and Mbenga. It's hard to tell who she's holding on to there. Um, yeah. I think you. Yeah, I don't know if that was Mbenga or Spock or what yeah, was going on. Yeah, it's not obvious at all. Uh, Found themselves out an airlock, but I don't know why I missed this point here. Grey notes here that they have no suits on, and as we know, you get well, a matter I, of seconds to live when that happens. Yeah, and I mean, I'm like, I'm not sure about whether he had a suit on. I don't think he did, but clearly right. she didn't. And they go sucked out, and I'm like, okay, they, they better they better come up with a good one on that one. Again, we don't know. Could, we don't know the context. Yes, but when you see something like that, the first thing you think about is like you have like three five seconds, seconds, five seconds, max. and you're going to blow up into a bunch of blood. I, th I think I think you get, so you can't handle it. You know, have something like fifteen seconds to live or something, and then but then after five, you like pass out or something. So it's, yeah, I mean, you can hold. Technically, they say you could. No, you've got to exhale. You've got to exhale because your your blood and your air starts boiling off. Exhaling, right. but it's going to be so cold. It, it doesn't even matter because you're yeah. going to be so cold in space. Everything's going to start freezing up instantly. That's like sticking your arm in a, in a jar of liquid nitrogen. But then again, I mean, there's, there's, you know, you're done. There's no sound in space either. Yet we we have it because Star Trek would be really crap if it was silent. So there we go. I might just overlook it if it's done well enough. <laughs> um, I mean, it, it did. Look, it did look exciting. So don't take it the wrong way. We thought it looked exciting. It's just that you know, it's the first thing you think about. Like, where's the suit? You know, they, they weren't using any personalized force fields or anything like that. So, you know, they didn't have those then. So I'm like, mm. that's a good point. Actually, you don't we'll see, see that often we'll in Trek, actually, personalized force fields. Yeah. I think it's something to use later on in Trek. Um, we see, uh, this is the part of the trailer that starts to get a bit juicy for me. We see a relic of an old starship. Looks like a constitution yeah. uh, hull, which was pretty cool. I like to see this kind of stuff. Um, and Spock is walking along it with what seems like a proper alien type creature kind of almost crawling down from whatever it was hanging above i don't know what because yeah. there's nothing above unless there's a ship unless it's that alien ship unless it is from aliens the franchise 
Because I'm telling you, great, it looked like an alien, and that ship from before looked Nostromo. like from aliens. Nostromo. Nostromo <laughs> crossing the franchises, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> well, we do know that most likely what that is is a Gorn. Yeah, so yeah, we're Because yeah. the Gorn is going to come back in this you know this season so i'm assuming that the gorn has something to do maybe with but why what why are they the doing ship? that they got away with it just in the first season because we're not supposed to see them until original series man come on I, guys i, I like i mean i like how i liked how they did it the first season where nobody really saw them except us as the viewer so they kept they were able to, to hide the fact that nobody really saw them so that was cool how they handled that so now if they're coming back they still got to kind of do something where you don't really see them per se. So I'm not sure how they're going to handle that one or whether they're just going to bust up Canon, you know, completely, but they can't really. So they, I don't know. We'll go nuts I mean, they're already stretching Canon a little bit as it is. So mm-hmm. that would like totally break Canon. Yeah. Uh, we'll so see I'm hoping do. it's still going to be more. I actually think it's more terrifying uh, for them not to see them because they don't know what, is going on or what to suspect so if you just see things here and there you actually get more scared right. so in a way if they did it properly like like the old horror movies used to it could actually be quite quite good if they do it you know properly so apologies so we'll apologies again guys for the if there's lots of little bits of audio cut off or me or gray's uh a little bit blurry let's say discord is playing up something chronic today so bear with us yeah. just pretend you can't see us and the audio is mostly fine or if you're fed up, just go and listen to us on audio podcast platforms because we're available there as well. Um, there is that scene. Or you, or you can find out if I'm really faking it because I'll just go... Uh, uh, and then really confuse you a lot. <laughs> I will take a... Hopefully phrases when someone's, one of us makes a great facial expression and that'll be, that, could, that could be the thumbnail. Um, <laughs> we then see right after uh, a cool little scene of Ortega and uh, Chapel in a shiny crystal type environment what appears to be some kind of portal in front that's a very vague scene it moves like pretty much straight on to uh spock drinking with the klingons which we've seen before and for a guy that doesn't have any emotions he is a great i mean spock as an actor not anyone playing the character but spock as an actor would here play it brilliantly because he, he looks like he's fitting in pretty well with the Klingons drinking some blood wine, getting a bit pissed. Like to see it because we haven't seen the Klingons yet since the war in this reimagined older version of Star Trek. Uh, they look proper with the proper TNG style uh, era. Right. So, and they obviously explained why you know, this is this is you missed out on this in Enterprise, I think, or maybe you saw that episode. Star Trek Enterprise, they explained why the Klingons in the original series had um, uh, they didn't have the ridges and the long hair and stuff like that. I mean, obviously, we know the real reason it was a makeup thing and the limitations of prosthetics and makeup back then, but they explained that it was some kind of disease that they had that for a brief period of time that actually caused ridges. And Archer as well was given a test shot of this, and ridges started to appear in his head and stuff. He'd done it to try and save another war happening you know um that was a really cool episode or two-parter i think it was mm. um so yeah that's sidetrack apologies so we see the clowns again which is great um we see the new chief engineer of uh the the enterprise i do not know her name nor at this stage do i care because i haven't learned to love her yet but she seems a bit eccentric 
Uh, and it's good to see a female uh, a, a chief engineer. We, we obviously saw one in Blana Torres, but considering uh, Strange New Worlds is set a bit further back, it's nice to see another female lead, right. really, you know. So hopefully she doesn't get killed off after a season, great. But we don't see much of her, so I guess there's not really much to say at this stage on her Well, I, I have to go back and see who the actress is, but I do remember um, that I have seen her before. She okay. is more of a comedic actress. Mm. So I was a little busy in a way that they might have picked on her. Um, it doesn't mean that she's not going to be good you know, or anything like that. She's definitely been around. Uh, definitely you know, has the acting chops. But I just didn't know whether, whether a comedic act- actress actually fit into that part or not. But well, we'll look, at, look at Discovery, we'll mate. Can't remember her name. The one with the really short hair. Yeah. She was brilliant. Yeah. It worked well with her, but that you're right. Who's to say that's going to work with with our new chief engineer? So yeah, it definitely worked well with her. And but she, but she, she was wasn't good at chief it. She was able to, no, she was a engineer, but yeah. not a chief engineer. But she was able to throw the barbs out there. But it, but it, but it all kind of matched to her personality. And she, and when she had to get serious or do something correct, she would. Very dry sense stuff, of so. humor. I loved that. Man. Yeah, exactly. I loved it. She was one. She was probably my favorite character on that show. And she wasn't in it nowhere near it. I can't remember the actress's name, but she was brilliant. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so we see the new chief engineer really briefly. Um, and then we see Nurse Chapel and Spock getting on. And I swear to God, I, I sh- I'm sure I saw Spock's ears getting even pointier and bigger. Just saying. <laughs> Who's to say with Vulcans? Yeah. Um, we, uh, we, we <laughs> Gray mentioned this to me before. He's like, because there's a lot of getting it on and on this uh, trailer and on, on mm-hmm. Enterprise, and maybe it's just on far season. She's helping him out. She's helping <laughs> a colleague and a friend out. I, I'm just guessing. We don't, so we don't really know. He's I like married. The idea that, uh, He's married, man. I, I know, <laughs> but I like the part where where and we don't know because of context. But he but he was going like, uh, what just happened? And she just said, I don't know. She just said, just I don't I don't know. I don't care. And just gave him a kiss anyway. So she was being bold, obviously, and forward. The, and that's okay, though, in terms of how they have reacted. I, I didn't have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, what I did have a problem with is slightly oh, later, yeah, yeah. where Spock is doing a happy nutty dance, where he's like going, you know, hot cha, and I think he might, moving his, his hands around. His context, doing a it might have been because he was late, though, or it could be something else. We don't know. Yeah, but see, and you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of people out there, especially the peer, the Vulcan purists out there that are gonna be going like, "Oh no, this is not good." And I know us on this show, we've always said that. Look, we know that Spock, uh, originally from the cage, uh, had some emotions, and he were he was working his way through those emotions to get to a point where he had a lot less human emotion going on because he has to fight his second his other half, hmm. but. I do think there's a limit on where you should be throwing the emotions, and that just sounded like way, way, way over the top. It's context. So I wasn't. You don't know. I know. I'm gonna wait to. I'm gonna wait till we see the episode, or whatever. You know, and and, uh, yeah, that's a little too much. Hopefully, it's out of context. Hopefully, Uh, or it could just be literally after that he's just been laid by Nurse Chapel. And to be fair, if I was spock as well i'd be doing a happy dance because not nice on the eyes so yeah but hey who's to say that vulcan marriages don't 
allow cheating they maybe do maybe it's a pawn far thing if you're far enough far enough away from your 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 uh, wife your partner and she's nowhere near and you're on the starship and you don't want a red alert hey, look, you don't want a red spock, alert um, you don't want to be caught with your shields uh, down i don't know if you saw the original <laughs> episode where spock went into pawn far right but he almost was to the point where he was beating the crap out of everybody on the enterprise until they got him to vulcan in time at least it was violent oh. and not trying to, like a dog, trying to hump every bulk, uh, bulkhead and alleyway oh. and door, and you know, so. Well, that, that's why he was getting angry, because he probably wanted to do that, but <laughs> you know, smashing things. And I see what you've done, smashing mad. things. Yeah, pun not intended, well done, mate. Um, anyway, so there's a lot of this happening on, on, on the ship. Uh, the happy nuts thing from Spock, which is probably out of context, to be fair. They do, they do these things on purpose, but we'll wait till we see it, of course. Hey, wait a minute. I like that. Happy nuts. Hmm. Oh, Jesus Christ. What did I do? It was me that wrote this. <laughs> well, yeah. well. I wrote it. Jesus. What I just, just, I didn't think about it until all of a sudden I, you I said it. And, I was like, and it's not okay. like great to get one over me and that kind of subject either. Um, now, I quote, I'm reading this exactly as I put down. Pike's lover captain is back because I don't remember a bloody name. It's his, it's right. his, uh, his, uh, Late night booty call. His uh, main squeeze. Yeah, his main squeeze. Like she beamed <laughs> over, um, uh, and 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 they're, they're getting it on again. More getting it on. This is part two out of three of getting it on. Um, quick shot of someone firing on the Enterprise that we saw before, and I right. note here the shield effect here, which sounds sad and geeky and nit nit nitpicky, but that is the old style of shields from back then. Whereas TNG is the work is, is not the work bubble. It's like a shield bubble, like the work bubble, shield which bubble, I prefer. Right. This yeah. is older Trek. The shields almost hug the Enterprise, and that's why I always had a, a problem with um, the old Star Trek movies, especially Star Trek Six, but a bunch of them where it looks like as soon as a torpedo hits the ship, it's got massive damage and scarring everywhere. You don't see the bulkheads. You don't see the whole breach at this stage, but you're like, oh, come on, man, you've got shields. But then when the shields are that close, there's going to be scarring. It's just when the shields go down, right. then the torpedo goes right all the way through. So finally, they get to TNG era and they go, those shields were a bit shit, weren't they? We should probably, yeah, let's boost them out a little bit, use more power, yeah. and there's Check not the same. a little more. So it makes sense. Yeah. And I, I get obsessed about little technical details like that, Gray. I don't think you do to an extent because... No, I, like I like that stuff. No, cool. I like it. Cool. Um, I think it wrapped around the ship is offering a different look to it. So when you see it hit it, you just see it glow like around the ship. Yeah, kind of cool. It, we've never seen that before. It looks almost. Do you know where they took that from? Prodigy. Think about the shields there. Even though Prodigy, even though Prodigy should have the same bubble shield effect, but it doesn't. It uses that kind of matrixy kind of effect. It's anyway. We're, we're getting into right. the minute detail here um so yeah uh <laughs> what what are you saying that's what i was saying why not <laughs> i know that's what we do um so yeah i like the shield effect um lots of shots of this uh beat up constitution class ship that gray notes here that is a good point i should have probably added yeah. that as well you think it's the same one i guess we don't know i think it is i think it's definitely the same one but but I really am curious about that episode because that thing looks like a mess. 
I mean, it's like got giant holes in its sections, missing all over the place. It looks more like a, the skeleton of a Constitution-class ship as opposed to anything else. But uh, yeah, it, it was messed up. I think I've got... So the obviously there's a mystery there as to how... I think I've got the thumbnail for... I think uh, you got the what? The episode, Gray, because uh, you, you froze a really Spock happy... No, Spock's face just after being in Earth Chapel. Basically, that's that's what you look like for a moment. So, it's <laughs> going show, on. No, man. show 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 a scene of the uh, of the messed up Constitution <laughs> class, and then right next to show uh, Spock going happy with it. Like, let's go. Let's that. You you're on the thumbnail, my man. Um, <laughs> so yeah, more yeah, more starship porn, even though it's bust up. Um, and then controversial, we see a Boimler and Beckett from star trek lower decks in live action mm-hmm. and not only the live action they have time traveled to the past somehow because they're in different eras these shows and i'm yeah. asking here how is it bloody possible pike doesn't seem to impress with their humor <laughs> which i just burst at <laughs> laughing because he's more serious although he's got the funny side to him as well pike but he's a bit more he's he, ortega i think would get on with them a lot better judging by our humor and then they're um, like, yeah. they're both of them are like, hi, and they've got the same uniforms. They're like, hi. And he's like, and I'm, I'm just, what the hell? Again, Gray's not too happy with it, and I get why, because they're completely different ideas. Lord X should be kept separate. I, For me, I love to see it, only if they do it well, Gray, only if there's some really good, but then there's another time traveling thing potentially happened. Potentially. Yeah, I know. And do you know I'm, what I mean? I'm kind of... That that's why I'm just not sure about it. I I think it's cool that they're trying something like this, but it, I don't know, yeah. man. They, I want to I want to see how the writing goes and whether we're gonna be sitting there like slapping our head, going like what, <laughs> you know? Or, but we'll see, we'll see. I do love. Now, aren't those two aren't they supposed to? Are are they not supposed to cross over to to their show too, or or no? I don't know if it works so the same I, way back. I yeah, that's what I was wondering. I thought it was. I thought it was gonna be both sides well, that would be I, cool I don't know. If that's the case that. i think that's only fair i want to see animated pike well, I mean, hell yes think about it you'd have you would see right you see animated pike and animated ortega or something up here on <laughs> lower deck ship like i mean i thought that, i mean if you're gonna do it you might as well do it both ways yeah true true hey that's only fair it could be cool um so yeah, this could be either brilliant or really bad. I don't think yep. it's a middle ground. It'll be amazing or what are we? What are you thinking? Uh, we have some more fast moving shots with yeah. the Enterprise doing its thing, um, just teasing the more Starship porn and Laan soon getting on with Kirk this time. That's the three, the third time we're having Nuki on on a yeah. Starship, man. I mean, Jesus Christ, these guys get no decorum. <sighs> all the sex on board, man. Gee, what was Look, going luckily, on? Luckily, it, 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 I'm sure it doesn't happen all in one episode, even though it's funny that you see so much of it in the trailer. <laughs> it's like getting it on, getting it on again, getting it on again. Like, what's going on here? I, I mentioned that it was a... Well, Kirk's living up to his... his, his uh... Yes. Go ahead, what? Oh, no, just that was... That, I think it's the quality I, of the I, I lost it as a... Uh, I mentioned yeah, it was connection. a fucking orgy, orgy on a starship, um, uh, which it seems like it is. And then what did you mention <laughs> after Grey here about the love boat? That was. <laughs> I, 
Uh, yeah, I was just saying there were so many romantic shots for a little two minute trailer, and I'm saying I was saying I hope it doesn't turn into the love boat. <laughs> you think it's spread I can out? You see it now, you know. You, you see think... the the love boat on the Enterprise. You think it's spread out over a whole season? Even if it's spread out over a whole season, that's still a lot of yeah. Love boat action, man. I mean, honestly, the starship's turned into a brothel, man. What's going on here? Enterprise is not the starship we thought it was. Um, and then we have a nice funny ending, which was a nice way to end it with um, Spock wishing Mr. Boimler a, a, a live long and prosper, to which Boimler tries to do the same thing. He gets the hand gesture right, but he goes, uh, live long and prosper yourself or something like that. And it was just hilarious. That was a nice yeah. ending. I'm hopefully, hopefully you liked that ending as, to the trailer as well, Greg. I just want to know, and I didn't see it in the trailer, whether Boimler's going to scream. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's Boimler, remember, Boimler screams like a, like a little girl in and, and like so many different episodes of Lower Decks. I didn't hear it in the trailer. Yeah. That's true. They save the best to that show until that show program starts. Um, yep, yep. So yeah, that's. I mean, I realise we're talking about forty minutes of a two-minute trailer, but that's what we kind of do. That we we break it down with an inch of its life and just have a bit of a laugh. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts for the season, Gray? What are you wanting to see? What are you hoping doesn't happen going into a possible season three, etc. Um, I, I mean, I'm hoping the quality is the same as it was at least for season one. I would want to see. I would want to see an uplift from one. In other words, better than one. But if it's at least as good as one, then then I'll be happy. Uh, but I do expect the level of writing to pick up some. Um, uh, like I said, we can't tell from the trailer. So the couple things that we don't like, we don't want to really say too much about it because we want to give it a fair shot in context of whatever the heck the episode is. Yeah. So we'll see. So I don't remember how many shows is going to be in the second season. I thought I heard, I thought it was 12, I think. But I'll always sure be a minimum of 10, but it, it, probably more, yeah. possibly more. And, you know, it's a simple fact that, you know, we haven't been with any new Trek for a while now uh, since Picard season three ended. And this doesn't start for another two weeks. Um, so that'll be nice. Um, and I think if everybody, unless y'all have been living under a rock, everybody knows about the WGA strike. So the problem is, is with the strike going on, it affects virtually everything in production. Or, or I should say not productions because... Uh, everybody's walking out, including production crews, directors, actors, everybody. Okay. So unfortunately, even though luckily, luckily, uh, this is already in the can, and that'd be great. Um, anything new from this point forward is already have supposed to have been in production, including season three. Which would have started filming about now. Right now. Right now. They're supposed to start right now. Um, so unfortunately, there's going to be a big lull. It's all trickling down from the strike because the strike's not over and doesn't look like it's going to be over. And we all will be affected. People in the Trek world, people in television, motion pictures, everything. Uh, the only kind of shows that won't be affected will be game shows and reality shows. So you can imagine we're gonna, as if we had a, didn't have enough reality shows now, we'll probably have so many new ones now. We, we'll, we'll get so sick of them. Yeah. So... Uh, a lot of these, it's hard, but it's just—it's just the truth, and I'm sure you've seen it. It's just gonna. Uh, like, a lot of I mean, these. It's gonna be bad. Star Trek actors are actually taking on more convention 
uh, dates because they sure. know that they'll be delayed for a bit and they want to boost the coffers a little bit longer, which I, I don't hold that against yeah. them. Um, including, I think one of them was due to come to a Star Trek convention in the UK. I think I'm done. My, my days of Star Trek conventions are done. Um, but yeah, yeah so... It, it, mm-hmm. This kind of a thing is a shame because the problem is, is that there's only so much money in the so-called war chest to be able to prop up a, uh, some of these writers who won't be working. And in solidarity, a lot of the actors won't be working and a lot of the production crew won't be working. So you only have so much money to be spread around and then and then you're out. So I've seen very nice things where there have been some A, you know, A triple A actors that make plenty of money that have been actually buying food for the people on the picket line and donating money because they don't want to see their fellow, you know, uh, their fellow people have any problems because people tend to forget that that only the top 5% in the production area make the big money. The rest of the people make normal money like you and I, mm, you know, and stuff. So it's tougher on, right. So it's tougher on them. So I hope it ends. We'll see, but that's just what it is. It will affect many things, including Trek going forward, which does suck because we already got delays in between things because Paramount was spending too much money, just like many other um, streaming services. Surprise, surprise. But for me, um, the season two, I just hope for at least the minimum quality of season two, season one, sorry, which was yeah. was great. So anything you can do on that and then improve is, is a bonus. I would like to see, we touched on before, at least one heavy duty fight where the Enterprise takes a bit of a pounding, not to the extent the Titan did in bloody season three of Bacar, because right. how that thing was still in one piece, it got smashed about, I'll never know. And it's... We'll get me started in that rant. It's now the flagship. For oh, anyway. uh, by the way, I know, I know, I know. I'm pretty sure this is not true. But when you first saw that Constitution class in the clip on uh, season two, all bashed up, first thing I said was, "No, don't tell me they blew up the Enterprise again." <laughs> there's no, <laughs> there's no way. So yeah. I, I seriously doubt that's what happened. But if it if it were to be true, and I, and highly unlikely, I would go bananas because that'd be so stupid. But, but that they, was when I saw it. I was like, "Oh no!" They, they technically could get away with that as long as they don't blow up, because we know that it doesn't get a refit yet at this stage. So they could technically just exactly. rip out a new one. But then that's excuse towards the end of. See when they finish the Strange New Worlds run, it needs to get bashed up in a fight pretty bad when it goes in for a refit to look more like the TOS Enterprise because it doesn't look like that at the moment. Mm. Is it similar? Yes. Is it exactly the same? No, no, definitely not. So while it looks like it's going back in time by doing it, that design, that would be cool if we saw it. But that's hopefully for a season three, four, or five down the line. Um, but yeah, you know, just for just, keep it going. just for the heck of it, I'll throw, I'm going to throw a question out to you. Just as, this is far in the future. Forty two. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. No. Yeah, maybe. Um, I would like I would like to see that. Let's say Strange New Worlds runs, I don't know, five seasons, and they figure that's probably a good number, right? Yeah. I would I would hope that the very last episode, whenever that may be, in the future, that it it's get it gets handed over to Kirk and crew. Yeah. I would, I would really like to see that. It doesn't have to be a long scene or anything. It's just the fact that they turn it over to Kirk and his crew and have other actors playing the other parts or whatever parts we haven't seen. And they just kind of like, thank you, you know, uh, Captain Pike and we'll take it from here. And then they just end it that way. 
I hope they do that. It would make a lot of sense and be pretty cool. Yeah, it would be. But, you know, we can dream. We'll we see. Can dream. Um, we'll probably try and wrap up there, Greg, because for the last moment or segment you talked, your lip sync was completely off, and so was probably mine. So Discord are yep. having an absolute nightmare of a day. So we will probably wrap it up there. But um, yeah, the usual call to arms, of course, as always. We we do specials, so if you want to see a special in Star Trek, whatever it is, just comment below and let us know what it is. Um, and uh, don't, don't forget the thumbs up, of course. Ray always does. Thank you, my man. Um, and of course, because it's been a little bit blurry and a bit the, the video's not been great, sometimes you can list us and wherever you get your podcasts from any platform, including YouTube now. Um, and don't forget, my man here, Gray. It's been a bit dry here for uh, Gray's green room. But he does the entertainment podcast that I co-host with him. And we talk about anything to do with entertainment, really. Uh, it's probably just going to be delayed for, for a week or two, just because there's not been as much to talk about. But we will get back to it, 100%. But you can mm-hmm. get Grey wherever you YouTube podcasts as well, uh, at Grey's Green Room and on the Twitter at Grey's Green Room as well. So, uh, yes. And I believe at the uh, down there below, you can join our uh, Discord and in the Discord, Trev and I, yep. a bunch of other people are talking entertainment like every day. Yes, we do talk a so, lot of uh, entertainment actually. So join the Discord, jump in the entertainment chat, and, and then how they're experiencing the gaming uh, stuff that we do and computer talk and space and science. We do all kinds of stuff for the Discord. You name it, it's there. Um, but yeah, okay, cheers for coming along. Great. Uh, we will come back next week and do a special on something before Strange New Worlds starts. And then if not, we'll see you for episode one review of season two of Strange New Worlds. But until then, uh, do your thing, Mr. Gray. Live long and prosper, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.